Guys, I'm so excited because it is mid-November in one week closer to my book launch. The book is called Addicted to the Climb. I am so excited. This has been my passion project for over three years. It is 30 faith-fueled stories that I've written personally to give you the courage, the strength, and just to help you stay on the climb in life. I am super excited for you to get this book in your hands, maybe even a Christmas gift for somebody that you know that needs it right now in their life. And I am just excited because when you start working on something and you actually follow through with it and you stay on that climb through the ups and downs, listen, there's been many times that I've wanted to stop and not go on and say, well, I'll do this maybe next year. I want you guys to just think about what you're climbing towards right now and get, just finish what you start. That's all. Finish what you start, especially if God placed something in your heart and it's burning there. Now, today's episode, you are going to be so excited. You're probably going to want to listen to this a few times because my guest is going to blow you away and she just released her book also. And it's all about sexy, getting sexy fit. So it's not what you think. She gives a lot of tidbits and a lot of advice. I just can't wait for you guys to hear her. She blew me away. She's unbelievable. So enjoy this episode, guys. And, and stop settling for less than what you deserve. Know that God loves you and he's holding your hand on that climb. My name is Kelly Tyen and welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You are going to learn how I overcome adversity, hear from people just like you that have faced challenges and still keep climbing. Are you ready to elevate your life and choose your path? Let's do it together. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to a new and beautiful week ahead. And welcome to a brand new episode of Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen, and it just means the world to me that you are here right now in this moment. I want to remind you that my mission is always to help you stay on the climb, no matter what that looks like to you. It could be a new health goal that you're climbing towards, working on a new career, a job, maybe you're writing a book. Ooh, I know a few people that are doing that right now and climbing that mountain. And well, maybe for you, it's a new partnership, relationship, or it could be in your faith. And you know how I feel about that, people, your faith. That is a never ending journey. And I urge you to stay on that climb because it's just a work. We're a work in progress. You're never going to have things perfectly, but keeping that faith alive and well is something we need to focus on at all times. Just had to throw that out there. Okay. And the bottom line is guys, we again are a work in progress and we just can't fall off these climbs that we start because where will we end up if we do that? We will end up in the same place. So being addicted to the climb doesn't mean you forget about everything else. It means staying on that climb and focusing on that one thing that you can attain that's reachable to you. So God bless. I'm very happy you're here. And today we are going to dive into 
a sexy fit climb in some kind of way. (laughs) Doesn't that sound exciting? Do you guys feel sexy right now? I mean, what does sexy even mean to some of us? I mean, it means a lot to a lot of different people and it means different things to different people. And my guest today is going to help you uncover your definition of becoming sexy fit. It might not be what you think. So I want you to stick around. Okay. Well, let me introduce you to my guest and friend. Her name is Kate McKay. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She is a breakthrough catalyst and speaker, a coach, a media expert, fitness and wellness buff, and she's a mom. Despite the tragic loss of her son, Will, in 2017, she is proof that we are capable of overcoming life's greatest challenges. I mean, can we say an amen to that? She is committed to inspiring others to live a breakthrough life. She's been featured on TV, radio, podcasts across the country, and has written for Entrepreneur Magazine, appeared on PBS, and she's also a monthly columnist. Let me say that fast. She prides herself on having a multi-million dollar company with a theater degree. As she often states, life is a stage. And what role have you assigned for yourself? There is no dress rehearsal. Isn't it time you cast yourself in the starring role of your life? I love that so much. I always say that myself because we can't sit back. We only have one shot. But Kate has always been an unconventional, bold, and witty bolt of energy. Even as a young girl growing up in Massachusetts, she had a big personality and was told numerous times by her mother, Kate, you're too big for your britches. In fact, too big for her britches led her to overcome major self-doubt, work through the tragic murder of a brother, get through divorce and be a single mom, build a multi million dollar business while providing women with the opportunity to run their own businesses and also excelling as a figure competitor. Whoa. I mean, this is a lot right now. And I I know my gosh. Oh my gosh. People are going to like numb out. They're going to be like, who is this woman? And then all of a sudden I talk and they're like, oh, wait a minute. She's just a horrible like chick. Yeah. In, right. Exactly. I mean, that's really what it's all about. It's like you sit through your bio and you're like, no, how all I care about Kelly. And thank you again for so much for having me here is that what am I providing? How am I guiding people today to, to lean into their best self by embracing their worthiness? Because I understand it. Right. I understand self-loathing. Like I'm not even going to say self-doubt, self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, there was a deep sense that I didn't belong and that I didn't fit in. And this isn't this isn't like something that happened to me when I was 13. This is something that went into my 40s. Mm. And and the journey to embracing that really came in a combination of me embracing my prosperity, financial prosperity and realizing my prince wasn't coming. And also to embrace the fact that I was here to claim what I call your inner hottie. And I, and a lot of the language that I'm using is, is supposed to be like, what's she talking about? Like inner hottie, like, what do I mean? And really what that is, is everyone, all of us, man, woman, race, religion, it doesn't matter, has that sense in us 
that that inner hottie, that that spark, that divine, that yearns for more. We want more. And what is preventing us from living it? That is what I, I seek to uncover, to ignite, and to celebrate in every person I meet. And that is incredible. And I wish more people would feel like you because life is full of obstacles and pain and grief and all the things. And God never said life is supposed to be easy, yet we think it is And woe is me when things happen to us. So I want to start first. First, I want to say how deeply sorry I am about your loss of your son. I mean, that I, I cannot imagine. I, I can't even you know, my brain can't even fathom that. But looking at you in this very moment, you have turned your pain into purpose. And you're not, I'm sure you had your moments. I mean, geez, I can't, again, it's it's mind blowing to me because I can't imagine what you went through. But how, can you just take us to there for a minute of your spark? Everything that you just said is so powerful and you can see and feel the vibes of you, Kate, through this computer. And my listeners know what I'm talking about. And she has been through a lot of pain, you guys, as I just said. But Kate, in that area, in that one specific area, how did you take that pain and turn that into purpose? What were some steps that you've taken to get back up on your feet and get back on the climb in that way, I know there's a lot of people listening that are going through grief right now. And I know it firsthand because I have friends that listen to my show. Some lost just recently husbands, mothers, siblings. So how did you start that journey in that process of the healing there? Yeah, thank you. So I think that much of, well, first of all, William was the most peaceful most loving, most kind person you have ever met. And in addition, he was the grittiest, the most determined, the most um, courageous and faith-filled person that I have ever met. And I think that was part of the shock and awe for everyone that knew and loved him because they were like, who are we now if the happiest, most loving person decides to out himself and take himself out? Where the frig are we, right? And I think that that's what Will represented. He represented a massive shakeup um, for a lot of people. So I'm the lucky one in a lot of ways, right? Because I, because when you think about it, um, I birthed an angel. I birthed an a incredible energy source of love. He never asked for anything his whole entire life. Right. And he had challenges, but he was extraordinarily gorgeous. I mean, he was ridiculous. He was beautifully talented in the piano and he was an incredible gymnast and an athlete and a love, a spiritual seeker, a courageous like scientist. Right. All these qualities. Right. Of course. Right. He's my kid. But people who knew him like this is how they would describe him. Right. And this is no bullshit. So he um, his decision, because it was his decision to leave his name was will we have free will it's under it's it's god's law that we have free will well will chose his free will because he knew god more than anyone else i know so what happens on the faith journey <laughs> right where is your trust and knowing that all things happen for a reason and i'm not saying that lightly at all 
What I'm saying is that there is a lesson in everything we go through. And what is your process of learning that lesson, embracing in it, rolling in it, understanding it so you can transmute that grief and that suffering into magnificence. Now, I'm not saying something hasn't died in me. Something has died, right? Um, you know, you lose a child. And when people say, oh, I couldn't imagine, I don't want you to imagine, <laughs> right? I don't want you to imagine because that's just foolish. It's just, there's nothing really more. I mean, it, it, you, we as moms can imagine our own death more than we can imagine our child, right, Kelly? Yes. When you get that, right? Yes. So, so how are we transmuting? How are we leaning into the trust in our faith in whatever form that shows up in, right? Because uh, faith is a journey. And, uh, and, and just to make it uh, more relevant as to how, how that comes through generations is, you know, Kelly, when you said my brother was murdered, okay, my brother was murdered at age 22. He was 18 months younger than me. I'm one of nine children. And he was my bro, right? He was the one that was closest to me. Now he was always, he was a little naughty. So, so I had to be a bright light. Half the time I'm trying to deflect, don't look at Matt because I know what he's doing behind me isn't probably the good thing to be doing. So from a young age, I was a warrior of protection because he had a good heart, right? But he just was, you know, he was mischievous. And, um, and so he was murdered at age 22 and my mom was 54. Right. And, and my mom couldn't handle it. The grief was too immense for her. She, she couldn't face the grief. And so oftentimes what happens, we turn inward, uh, the self-loathing gets great, alcohol and addictions, um, you know, all kinds of things come up. Now, I live in grace with that with my mother because I realized that God put me in the position to heal that for her and for future generations, right? Because guess what? Will was 22 like my brother. And how old do you think I was? Yeah, I was 54, just like my mom, right? So uh, I'm a high energy highlight person. I'm the master motivator. I'm the breakthrough catalyst. And so all of a sudden, this is what we heard when this happened to me. Crickets. <laughs> How's Kate going to handle this? And you and be damned, I was going to crawl up in a ball and not honor. You know, I'm going to start crying. But it's like to not honor the life that my son was, right? He was light, and so, and I feel like it's an obligation, but it's not a heaviness, right? And that's what I want you guys to know. Like what I'm doing doesn't have the heaviness because I healed through it. I, he is, he is right up there with Jesus, right? Like, like literally like, this is like, I'm brought up Catholic and I, my son was in the Buddhist monastery. And I come from a very wide faith path because I think we do, we have to honor people's journey in their faith path. Mm -hmm. But what I can say to you, the first thing is release trust and know that you're going to be okay more than okay wow well i i have i have real holy spirit goosebumps because what you just said is the epitome of strength and you only can get that strength from god what i believe you cannot your humanness cannot you don't have that strength. We just don't. We can try all day, but that release trust and know and the faith she has. I have the chills and I want to cry because I have put my faith fully in God recently. Now, some of you might not know that I have been a Christian since I was eight. I'm 47. Think of how many years I've been walking my faith journey, but completely trusting 
in, you know, after going through the death of my mother, who was my very best friend, that rocked my world. And I had to do what Kate just said, or else, damn me, that I would have been still in a ball today, four years later. So you can relate this in any other area too. If you're in that place of trauma right now, you have to make a decision, as she said, to release and trust and know that God will make a way because there isn't any other way, right, Kate? I mean, you can think of all the things that you're going to do on your own in your own strength. But let me just tell you, when you lean into that power source, when you plug into God with that cord, it's all different. Your world is different. Everything changes and you can get through things differently. So, I I mean, I could talk to you about this for a whole podcast and maybe I'm going to have you back so we can talk more faith things and that whole aspect. But I do. And first, I want to thank you for sharing all that because I know how emotional it is. And I appreciate you for sharing that. But I do want to jump into talking about something fun, like getting sexy fit. Yes. And that you just competed in a fitness competition. Yes. At, at what age? I'm 58. Yes. I mean, <laughs> oh, you guys no, got to right. look her up well, right now. It's, it's, a, it's actually like a perfect transition because it's exactly what I was talking about with faith, which is like, I know people that I am here to shine the light on them. So who am I to play small? And this is actually like literally like a two month ago, sort of like smack me upside by the cosmic two by four wake up call that, you know, if I was given a strong body and a healthy body and a bright light that some people view as sexy, whatever that may be, then who am I to say, okay, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, pull that card because God gave me this gift. I'm just going to pretend that like, I'm just smart or like, you know, or I'm this or I'm that, or I've had this success. I'm going to define myself by something other. And that is insane, right? So we all have unique bodies, spirits, hearts, family relationships. How are we allowing grace to step in and be in the light, be the person that you came here to be? I That is absolutely the scariest, most frightening thing that we can do as a human being. And I'm here to support you. And this is why Kelly and I are walking the path together. You know, we're walking the same journey, knowing that we're carrying, you know, sometimes a, you know, a flashlight and sometimes the high beams are on and sometimes it's a searchlight, right? To help people walk the path. And I don't have it all together, not by any means, but I do know that um, I'm owning my, the, the gifts that I was given and, and how that shows up is, you know, I would go, this is an example of why I wrote Living Sexy Fit. So I would go and I would talk to people about prosperity. So I built a, a multi-million dollar gold company. I bought and sold precious metals out of my house with three young children, buying um, buying and selling gold on the open trade floor and flipping grilled cheese on the other hand, right? So this was my life, right? And um, and what I learned through that, well, like number one, uh, financial abundance and prosperity and particularly for women to embrace that and not live in scarcity is massive. Right. So I would go and I would speak to people about how to embrace your prosperity and people would be like, wow, that's really cool. But they would line up and they, but how do you look like you do it like 50? And I'm like, you know, typical, like ADHD or like, 
um, what? Like I'm, I'm, my body isn't, I, I, in some ways I would say that I disassociated with it, but not really. Like I knew it was strong and I knew it was attractive, but, uh, but you know, I, I want to deflect from it. And so what I realized is I do have a system and that's why I wrote living sexy fit because there is a system to success. Every single thing I do, I'm a high performance coach, right? So I, I, I coach men and women who want to kick ass and take names in their life and their habits and their thoughts and behaviors are in the way of them embracing their greatness, whatever it is finding that hot relationship, you know, growing a business, you know, embracing your body, your health, your spirit, whatever it is. Who are we here to play with that are ready to take it to the next level? And not just, hot, you know, not just, you know, it, we're, I, I want to do it from the monkey bars, me personally, right? I'm not looking to do hopscotch in this life. It's just not my thing, right? And I'm looking for other people who are ready to play and swing along with me in there, right? So living sexy fit is about embracing that inner hottie, as I talked about earlier, which is really that part of you that you know you want more, that longing, that hunger for more. You know what I'm talking about. Don't pretend like you don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> because we all have it. And, and sexy isn't Victoria's secret, peeps. Sexy is that inside of you that's like, oh, that craving for more. You know, believe it or not, a lot of healers, um, people who are doing great work in the world, oftentimes that energy comes across as sexual energy. Like, why is that? Well, it's power. It's like Jesus was super hot right? He had aura. My son, Will, had super aura. He was hot, right? People who have high energy frequency can oftentimes, in our society in particular, be read as sexual, even though it is, it, it's just high frequency. We're in God's energy. Mm -hmm. And and so how do we own that and then walk through it? And, and there are ways to do it. And we're here to support you on that. Right, Kel? I love this. I mean, you just opened my eyes in such a different way to owning our inner hottie and owning the gifts that we're given. Because a lot of times I think as women, and tell me if you agree, which I think you do, we do try to hide or dim our light and say, well, I know I, I look good, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to like do it up. Or I, I don't know. You, do you know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. you know, we try to dim our light sometimes maybe to not make others feel bad, which is okay, Crazy. but no, it's I not did, okay. But, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah. I want to dive into that a little because I have a lot of women listeners and yes. a lot of women followers and they're mm -hmm. all, we're all the same when it comes yes. to things like this, our sexuality 100%. and, and dimming our light and not feeling good enough though. And blah, blah, blah. So, you know, owning the gifts we're giving, I mean, let's just talk about that. And what sexy you said, sexy is about living your life with confidence, vitality, passion, health, abundance, because that's way more fun. But how do we take the woman that doesn't know where to start? Like, what do we, how do we take her on this journey? That's a great question. In um, Living Sexy Fit, there's three components of it in the book. So there's the motivational mojo, which is all the stuff that you have to happen on the inside, right? Do you know that a woman, this is a perfect example of a difference between men and women. If you, if a woman wears an outfit and a friend says, well, I don't really like that color on you. It's cute, but it's not good. Do you know she's never going to wear that again? Yes. 100%. That is. And this is something we have to learn for men. Mm -hmm. You tell a man that shirt is ugly. And you know what they say? I don't care. I like it. Oh my God. This they is, don't care. They don't. They don't. Care. Why don't we model that? They don't 
care. Oh my God. They like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So isn't that a story, right? That we'll put a friggin' super cute outfit. And we don't know why that person told us they didn't like it. Maybe we look too sexy. Maybe we look, you know, like maybe it was just a way of someone else diminishing us. And that happens, right? That happens with women. And that's a bummer. And I know that's not you guys here. I know that the listeners that you resonate with that and you've been in that other position and say, that isn't right. But really, what is the process of us embracing? Are we basing our, 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 our wants and our needs and our desires by some extrinsic, some outdoor thing? Or are we looking inside ourselves and say, what feels good to me? And listen, when you jump on the transformation train and you claim your hotness, which is you're claiming your faith. Whatever that looks like for you, you guys, even in personal development, even if it isn't a Christian faith, it's you're claiming your authentic energy. The most primary relationship you can have in life is your vertical relationship. Mm-hmm. It is whatever that vertical relationship. So I talk to a lot of young people, a lot of young kids, because they've lost their weight in a lot of ways. They understand consciousness. They understand higher mind. They just use a different language. So where are you in your vertical relationship with God source? That's 80% of the game. I only have in my personal life, 20% of my life to focus on horizontal relationships. <laughs> and that's, and I do a lot in my horizontal relationships, but I allow the filling, the, the peace and the love to be my fuel. So let me tell you something that happens when you do that is that all of a sudden it's super easy to discern what's right for you. <laughs> because you don't have, you don't need a committee to say, does this outfit look right? Or should I stay in this relationship or this marriage that I, I feel abused and not lit up? Or, you know, should I grow this business? How are you listening to that inner voice within you that says, yes, you go girl, you deserve it. You want more. This is now. Right. And then when you, when you stand in that light, there are relationships that are going to fall away. You can do it with grace because there are people waiting for you. There are absolutely people waiting for you Mm -hmm. for what you are here to bring. This, I promise you. Love this. I mean, like, I'm like in the, the, you're like the pre you're preaching and I'm like, amen. Amen. I got my hands (laughs) because it's so true. It's, this is the topic that I have been studying right now in this very moment. It's actually going to be Uh, one small excerpt in my book as well. And because it's all about the war that rages within her, I say her, because I'm a woman, and she's in there. And I war against her Mm. all the time. And it gets exhausting. Mm. Why do we do this? And Mm. I think what you're saying is releasing the self sabotage the more you can release that word again, release, the more you can start releasing that self-sabotage, the more you can allow the goodness to flow. And Absolutely. we block the pathways to that. We do it ourselves. We do it. The ego, we do. right? The ego yes. is, it, 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 the ego loves our fear. It's like, Yahoo, let's make her afraid. Right. And so, so to, to move beyond that requires some deep changes. Right. So that's what living sexy fit also the whole motivational mojo. The number one thing that I usually go with, with clients is handling tolerations. Well, what's tolerations? Tolerations are anything in your life that you're tolerating that, you know, 
that you shouldn't be. And it could be like your junk drawer in the kitchen is redonk. It could be the trunk of your car. Us women, like your, our cars are sort of like our shame on wheels because the amount of things we have in our car, if people could go through those, right? You know, or like your, your partner doesn't like kiss you right. Right. Like you, you love to make yeah. out and you don't make out enough. Like this is like, I'm talking about like real True. stuff. Here, it right? is, and, you know, yeah. tolerate that. You know what else uh, that you're hitting on another one, another nerve, Kate, tolerating our, we tolerate our own nasty thoughts and 100%. why do we, and again, we're tolerating this self-talk that is blabbering mm-hmm. in our face mm-hmm. in the mirror when we look and all the stuff that it does. Right. And we have to stop that. Because you're going to be in the same place right now in a month from now and six, and you're still going to be doing that stuff unless you stop tolerating yeah. that stuff. Right. So- and there's all different areas of toleration. So yeah. I have a tolerations checklist in the book and it's like one, it's actually the first module of my coaching program. I love Why? It. Because when people come to me when they're overwhelmed, it's like, all right, let's go. Because we have to clear out before we can infill sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, and listen, the key to success is daily habits. Mm-hmm. What are you doing every day? Excellence comes from the things you practice on a daily basis. The hardest thing to do was the absolute hardest thing for me to do as a person with ADHD. And, and the discipline that it takes and the grittiness and the joy that you will experience. Along the journey. The peace. Mm-hmm. The peace, you guys, the peace, it knows no bounds mm-hmm. and you're worthy of it. I can't stress it enough. So just going over the components, because I want to obviously be respectful of your time. So we, we talk about motivational mojo, the whole third of the book. I'm not going to give you a diet and exercise plan. Oh, no, no, ma'am. I, you know, that's not it. What has to happen is the internal acceptance of, oh my gosh. And then we implement daily habits. So we have the clean eats um, section of the book. Listen, 70% of my body isn't from my weight training, although I'm a fool in the gym. 70% of it is made here. Mm -hmm. Guess where the number one place place of self-respect happens? In our mouths, what we put in our mouths. How are you self-respecting and self-honoring what you feed this gorgeous body, this unique, fabulous machine of elegance, of grace, of, of forgiveness, of love, of birthing, of sexuality, of all the things. How are you feeding that? What is passing through your lips in ways that honor the brilliance that is you. Um, so shopping list, you know, recipes, all that stuff is there, but really it's having that conversation really just is paramount. And the third is the buff body plan. So what are the ways, you know, tap into what you love to do as a kid? You know, what did you like to do? Were you by yourself? Were you with a group of kids? Were you inside? Were you outside? Did you like to jump? Did you like to climb? Did you like to stretch? Tap into what felt good for you. When did you feel you know, like essentially, how did you experience the world? That's important. Your sensuality as a woman is so key to embrace, right? And then for me, obviously, I talk about strength training because we can be our own Michelangelo. People want to know, Katie, how can you look like you do? I'm 110 pounds. I'm five, two and a half. I'm a powerful little human, you know, but I lift heavy weights. I lift strong. I love to feel strong. It's the way I reset myself. When I lift, I'm in the zone. God is there with me. And I am, you know, I feel strong is sexy, right? I, for me, it is because I know, listen, this is the deal. We are here um, as strong women to be warriors. 
And, and what does that mean to be a goddess or to be a sacred rebel or whatever you want to term it? What does that mean for you? Because we all, we will be called for something. And I know my call, my call was when I lost my son, that I had to redefine what my meaning was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and purpose is really sort of like an overwhelming kind of word. But what is your, what does your heart desire? And you don't have to know the answer, but you do have to, you are obligated to move into something and take right action. You are, and you know it, right? I mean, we all know it. What's in the way of it? Oftentimes it's what's looking at ourselves in the mirror. So that's it. Right. (laughs) That is, we should all just get rid of all the mirrors in our homes. (laughs) Or start talking to them. Like, you know, you think of like you and I into Mel Robbins, but high five Freaking exactly. Self. Like exactly. you've got to fall in love, right? So part of the yeah. self-sabotaging piece yeah. is going and looking in the mirror and going, oh my God, you know, I'm 58, my face is yeah. it's like, Katie, you are killing this day. And I'm like hysterical on the high five challenge. Any of you that hasn't done it, go on Growth Day app. It, Mel Robbins did a high five challenge. It was five yeah. days. It was the bomb, right? Oh, yeah. We have to become our own cheerleaders. Other people we're given the gift that we were given. They're not the people that are close to you, Kelly, you know this, the people that are closest to you that love you are not going to be the ones that are going to cheer you on into mm-hmm. your transformation. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry to say that, mm-hmm. but it's true. It's, and there it's, are people and there are people waiting for you that you don't even know yet. They're going to say, you changed my life. Yes. Yes. And you yes. didn't even know you were doing anything. Wow. Such, such powerful words, Kate. You are like unbelievable. Guys, are you loving her? I mean, if you <laughs> yes. are and you love what is happening here, you need to connect with her. So why don't you just tell them right now, I usually ask at the end, but where can they connect with you if they want to look you up right now? Oh, awesome. So amazon.com, um, I have a best-selling book called Claim Your Inner Badass. Um, and I'm launching on November 3rd, uh, Living Sexy Fit. So I'm relaunching that book with a new title and a new subtitle, new content, new cover. Um, I would love your support on that. Reviews are everything. And Kelly and I are also working together on ensuring that her book is a kick and bestseller as she launches that coming soon too. So also I'm Kate McKay coach on Instagram, um, kate-mckay.com on um on uh, my website. And also I'll, you know, what I'll do Kelly is I'll share with you that tolerations worksheet. So because listen, it's not enough. Like, and I know Kelly and I share this too, you guys, is that it's not enough that I inspire you. That doesn't make me feel good. Right. If, if I'm not transforming with you, if we're not in the trenches together and I'm like, when we're like arm in arm, like, let's go. It's not enough, right? It's not enough to be inspiring. No. <laughs> I want to transform with you because I've been in that in that place. And I'm not saying I, you know, there'll be times I'll go there again. You know, right. my family's right. filled with mental health and, and addiction issues, but it's the driving force behind every single day saying, I am serving here in my family of origin and the things that I need to heal and grow from. But I know there are people waiting for me in the light that I don't even know who they are yet, but I have faith that. Yes, there's the faith. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And that's, that is so key for everyone to know that we're not here to just 
inspire you and give you all these woo-woo phrases and words and let you just feel so good. We want to transform with you. We've walked in your shoes in some way. That's why we're doing the things that we're doing right now to help you along your journeys, to maybe eliminate some of the things that maybe we did wrong even and help you get there faster, whether it's in your health, your fitness. And speaking about health and fitness and Kate being 58 and just getting off stage pretty recently, can you, a lot of my listeners are over 45, say, and again, they're women. I, I want you to give them maybe your top, because they always say, what do you eat, Kelly? What do you eat? But Kate, what are your top three foods of choice, like superfoods that you can tell my women in menopause, perimenopause right now, right. to maybe even help them with their belly bloat? Because I right. know you want to hear this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to say even before nutrition is if you haven't gotten your hormone checks checked and you're in perimenopause or menopause, go get your hormones checked. Because this is a secret that every woman at this age should know is that you can get bioidentical hormones that match you exactly where you need to be. And nutrition alone isn't enough. This is me speaking. Not everyone shares that. But I believe that if we are in our 40s and 50s and 60s, and we know we got 30, 40 years of life left, if our hormones are not supporting our ecosystem, the chances of a good nutrition and exercise plan isn't going to be enough, mm. right? If you still want to feel vital, if you still want a, a strong sexual um, relationships, if you still want to feel um, like, you know, not, not brain fogged, right? A lot of women experience mm -hmm. brain, brain fog. Oh, yeah. Your belly, belly bloat is usually um, related to eating fruit. I don't eat really any fruit, right? I don't either. Yeah. Carbs. Like I, I do eat carbs because I need them, but, um, and I love sweets, right? It's Halloween. I love sweets, but I have a high, uh, pretty high protein and I eat eggs every day and, um, and, and vegetables is a lot, but I, like, I do not, not celebrate like my diet when I'm off show prep. I mean, show prep sucks. It's really hard. And it was a little harder this time around because I'm 58, but I mean, I still won three trophies. I did really good. Right. Cause my body looked good because I, I self-care what I passed through my lips is super important to me. Listen, we're all machine. We're all these exotic, gorgeous machines. How are you running in it? You know, are you going to put the shitty gas in? No, you know, you got to, you got to put it in the good flow. So we look at, get your bio and a lot of, uh, unfortunately, you guys, a lot of negativity, about estrogen happened and they clamped down on it. That's just, it's crazy. It's not true. So Google bioidenticals, you know, research, get all your blood work done. You need to know where your hormones are at and find a really competent, caring person that you can talk about that with. It's very, very important. And again, nutrition's key, water's key. I don't drink a lot. You know, I drink a little bit here or there, but moderation is key and enjoying, still finding pleasure in food. We are here to seek pleasure. It's our, it's one of our um, inalienable rights. <laughs> I believe this to be true. I'm a Leo. So Leos are all about pleasure anyway. But so, um, you know, I, I, pleasure is key. Where are you finding pleasure? How are you celebrating your own pleasure? I mean, it doesn't have to be some, you know, erotica thing. It doesn't have to be like, but like your sensual pleasure. How are you celebrating your sensuality? This is the gift of a woman. We are receivers. We're built to receive. Amen. It's a beautiful gift. Yes. We don't have to prove anything. We already were given it. Lucky us. This is unbelievable. Such amazing tips. 
I mean, I wrote them down. I hope you all did because I didn't know. I didn't re- I haven't checked my hormones yet, but bioidenticals, I, um, I wrote that down. So thank Good. you. Those were great, great tips. If you are in the process or you're on your health journey and want to succeed, ladies, there are things you can do. Don't accept what is not making you happy. Don't accept it. Do something, make a change and don't change everything at once because that's too overwhelming, but totally take one thing she said and make the one change and then make another one. Because what we said a while ago is, you know, the success and the key is building daily habits. And that's all it comes down to. We're no different than you. We've done it all wrong. We didn't have habits in place that got us to where we are today. I mean, we had to work on these things. So find the one thing, go back and listen to the episode, pick something out that sparked your inner badass woman. (laughs) And let's make a change today. Do something different. If you're feeling stagnant and you're just blah right now, there is no need for you to stay there. Okay. God created you a masterpiece. Let her shine. It's time for her to come out. Okay. She's waiting. (laughs) Like truly like a lot of the inner child work or like you talking about this, this inside person that we're talking to, we're beating her up. Like it, if that was literally a little version of you and, you know, I do some of this inner child work, you know, without making it really heavy because life is too heavy and I love to infuse joy, but there are times in our life where parts of us had to kind of vacate the building because we didn't feel safe. We all had experience of trauma. We're all, we're all hearing from trauma. It doesn't matter what anyone says, Oh no, my childhood was great. I'm like, that's trauma. <laughs> like, you know, what are you not talking about? Right. And I'm not saying that, you know, everyone has different scales and different degrees, but we can't measure what that is because one person's like life-changing, like some people who lose their animal. I completely honor people who lose their animals because they're it's, it's their soul part. You know, the, when people experience, I can't imagine because I don't have that same love of animals that I, I love my babies. I love my clients. You know, I love that kind of love. Right. But I completely honor that in the process. Right. So would you talk, and I'm not going to say, would you talk to your friend like that picture get pull a picture right now today of a picture of you when you were a little girl or a little boy and think about the way you're talking to yourself the self-flagellation would you say that same thing to that little beautiful little thing mm-hmm. i don't think so nope everything that happens in life has to go through her or him mm-hmm. would you treat that version i say hell no And we all want to pick that version of us, hold her and bring her home. And that's your obligation in this moment. I'm going to, I'm going to just request, I'm going to implore, I'm going to stand in for you in this moment, that you know this to be true, that you are worthy of that level of love, that level of success, that level of acceptance. Yes. And that level of peace. Yes. Yes. The peace part. That's the biggest part of it all. I think everybody wants to feel the peace and there's too much chaos in there. Wow. So much, so many good in incredible. I I don't even know what to say, Kate, you just, I'm going to have to listen to this episode again, because you just gave us so much to take with us right now. So I really encourage you, if you feel empowered right now, reach out to Kate with any questions, reach out to me, let us help you on your journey. I always say, 
It's hard to do it alone. Even though we want to, we try to, it's really hard. You guys, I've done it alone too many times and I never got where I wanted to be without the, I need the coach. I need the backup. I need the community. I need the sisters, the sisterhood. So you have to really just start expanding your networks in some way to get the help you need. So you can get further along on your life's climb. Okay. Yeah, and totally I, awesome. And you know, when Oprah Winfrey had five coaches, when I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, yeah, right? There's no way I would be where I am right now if I no. didn't hire a tribe of people. Like I said, the people around you aren't going to be the ones that are going to help you up level and do that climb. They're just not, right? right? right. If you can't afford it, get a mentor, mm-hmm. you know? But like, I have a life coach. I have a business coach. I have a fitness coach. When I'm getting ready for a show, you better believe I do. Right. Because if I want to A game, I need a tribe of people that are going to help me a game because in those areas I can say, Hey, I don't know anything. When in your life are you feeling really safe that you can say, I don't know. And someone helps you with the plan or you can figure it out with somebody else. Right. So, you know, that's a big, big step I would say. And, and certainly feel free to reach out to me. I think I have a link on my website, kate-mckay.com for a breakthrough call. So if you like something came out of this call today and you're like, Oh, I got to ask Kate. Get on the call with me. I'm an action-based coach, as you can tell. Um, And so I'd love to provide you some support. Um, And, and, you know, fully loving, fully safe, just from, you know, I I come from a place of love. I know it's a lot. I know I'm a lot, but I'm not, I'm doing it with God. So I'm all good with it now. I don't have to play small. That would be silly. You don't. Yeah, no, we don't. Being extra, as they say, you are so extra and it is the best part of you. It is the best part. I love, well, not the best, but it is one of the things that I love about you, I should say, is all that extra. So let your light shine, girl. You are doing so much goodness in the world and in the in your community and for people around you. So God bless you. I am just so thankful for our friendship and for you to be on the show today and just to even inspire one woman today is always my goal and my mission of this show to help her get back on her climb. And I can't thank you enough. And last, I want to ask you, I always ask this last to all my guests, but what are you climbing towards next? I know you have your book launch tomorrow, but is there something maybe in your personal life that you're just on a climb of right now? Oh my gosh, always. And I think the biggest thing that I'm doing right now is because I lost my son and men are so important um, to us being powerful women is that I've dedicated the month of November to my uh, podcast, Survive to Thrive, on helping men express who they are. And so, you know, clearly my meaning, I've lost such significant, two significant men in my life at the same age. So clearly it is my purpose, a big part of my purpose to be a high performance coach and a voice for men to help communicate who they are so they can support us. We need them, right? We need men to be strong and vulnerable and real. And, and that's not really supported in our society all that well. Right. I mean, they don't have community like we do as women. So I look forward to your support as I launch survive to thrive. November is November month. um, And I'm interviewing right now, 25 men, um, really amazing, diverse dudes um, to, uh, to express their, you know, create a forum for where they can express who they are in ways that we can support them so that we can all a game together. Cause isn't that what it's all about? That is so special. Wow. Oh, that is so special. I'm excited to listen to these interviews. That is so exciting. 
Well, again, thank you so much for being here. And to all of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you did love this episode, I would just so appreciate you leaving me a five-star rating, writing a review, even if you want to screenshot the episode and tag us both so we can get this message out to so many women that need to hear these words. So it just means the world to me, guys. I want you to really have a sexy fit week ahead because that's what we're all about right now, whatever that looks like for you. And just don't forget, never give up on yourself and just keep on climbing. God bless you. God loves you. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, Kate. Bye-bye. Thanks again. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.